SCP-4485 Such Black Light The Church of the Broken God is an anomalous religion devoted to the worship of a sundered deity, the Broken God, who is believed to have imbued humanity with the gifts of knowledge and sapience. The Broken God is an entity of technology, machinery, gears, and cogs, and its worshippers follow in those footsteps by accumulating as many technological anomalies as they can so they can restore their deity. Are We Cool Yet, on the other hand, is a group of anomalous artists who utilize various phenomena to create strange and unusual works of art, all in the pursuit of being cool, or whatever exactly that entails. I've covered both of these groups before in separate videos, and you might be hard-pressed to think what the two organizations would have in common. The article I'll be looking at today, SCP-4485, shows what might happen if a few members from both groups got together with a common goal in mind. We're informed straight away as we open the article that full understanding of SCP-4485 is required by all Foundation employees so a supervisor monitors the individual's progress as they read through to make sure that everything is comprehended. We're then given the initial SCP document for 4485, filed in 1967, detailing a small leather-bound book written by German-French artist Jean Arp, also known as Hans Arp. On the back of the journal is Hans's name, and within the front cover reads the words... God is without purpose, in German, accompanied by a crude drawing of a fish. Individuals exposed to the journal that do not have proper training in logicism will become disoriented and unable to differentiate between truths and falsehoods, and what is logical and illogical. This manifests physically by altering reality around the journal, degrading the space over time and making it increasingly disorderly and nonsensical. These effects on local reality linger after removal of the journal, and there's so far no means by which to reverse the effects. The containment procedures mention that the journal is held in a high-security containment locker, and then goes into detail describing the extensive amount of knowledge on logical philosophy and mathematics that is required to interact with the journal. The document summarizes that only those with the highest level of logical discernment achievable by current humans are allowed to interact with the SCP. It was first discovered in a town in Germany, Bramund, after reports of increased mental illness in the region, as well as other unusual phenomena. The document also mentions a few persons of interest related to the SCP, all three of which are German members of the Church of the Broken God. The second document is a field report from one of the agents that initially retrieved the journal, Frederick Norman. Locals from Bramund admitted to the hospital complained of disorientation and decreased motivation, and seemed unable to differentiate between hallucinations and reality. They would also occasionally mutter gibberish or laugh randomly, seldom responding to questioning. Two subjects at the hospital were both members of the major Prussian Church of the Broken God sect, and Norman had met them before, marking them as hostile zealots. Now, however, they were docile, and would only respond to questions by repeating, God is already here. 
all other subjects they interviewed no longer recognized their own names, instead referring to each other all as Hansarp. After a few days at the hospital, the Foundation's team planned to move into Brahmund while the patients were moved to a Foundation facility for further study. First, though, the team stopped at a nearby town across the river, where the locals were complaining about the texture of the sky over Brahmund. The sky was now various shades of gray and orange in a solid column extending from the town's borders, and strange geometric shapes that were difficult to look at appeared throughout. The team quickly moved into Brahmund, noting a thickening haze as they approached, and several members of the team described feeling uncertain about the path they were taking, despite them being on the main road. On several occasions, some of them stopped and declared that they were lost, saying that they needed to head back to the other town. Three men simply turned 90 degrees to their right at one point and walked off the road, and the commander of the unit lost track of how many men were under his command. As they finally passed into Brahmund, all of the color had left their skin and equipment, leaving the entire area gray, with spots of orange. There was also a strange sort of cycling wind within the town that seemed to carry sound with it. Some buildings within the town were partially disassembled and suspended above their foundations. Large, dark shapes were somehow visible, swarming underneath the ground like sharks, and they could hear the sound of strange music every time the wind passed by them. Some of the men in the team were beset by a panic, and so only a handful continued on towards the center of the activity in Brahmund. The epicenter turned out to be a small library, or rather the ruins of one, which Norman recognized as an old local gathering place for anomalous artists, before a foundation raid some time ago. Within the ruins of the library was a circle of living humans, twisted into unnatural shapes, seemingly part of a large complex machine in the center. As the machine cycled, it would raise and drop a large mass of barbed steel, concrete, and human remains onto a platform. Each time this occurred, the circle of humans would proceed forward, twisting and dancing and singing an unintelligible melody in harmony with the machine. One of the humans would then stand on the platform where they would be killed, and their remains would be flung out into the air, rising through some means above the library. The remains would then link up with the rest of the remains in the sky, forming a strange image. The Foundation team proceeded to kill the humans in the library and torch the ruins, which cleared out the remains in the sky. They then proceeded to disassemble the machine, finding a desiccated human man at the center, still alive, the skin of his face peeled back and suspended by wires. When asked his name, the man spoke in a charred whisper and said, Hansarp. When asked what happened to him, he simply handed Norman the journal, and when asked what it was, the man said that it was God. The man was later identified as the leader of the local Broken God sect, but they were unable to remove his body from the machine, instead leaving it there amongst the wreckage. Before continuing, the supervisor informs us that he will be requiring perfect comprehension of the risks and dangers that SCP-4485 poses by the end of this, otherwise we will be fired. It seems that this journal is a pretty big deal, and the Foundation isn't taking chances. 
were given an initial file that was written up about a new group of interest in 1967. Hans Arp, all one word. The Foundation doesn't know much about them at this point, writing that they are a sect of South German Are We Cool Yet members that set out to disrupt the tenuous peace within the civilian population in the area. They create anomalous art pieces, as all AWCY members do, leaving them in public places where they'll be visible to a large number of civilians. There are a few key differences, though. One is that unlike most anomalous artists who seek personal attention for these works, members of this group all choose to identify themselves as Hans Arp. Second, the group removes these art pieces very quickly after they're initially noticed by civilians, often before the Foundation can arrive. Third, it seems that Hans Arp has connections to high-ranking members of the Church of the Broken God, although the nature of this relationship is unclear. In addition to creating anomalous art pieces, then, they also create anomalous machines. Hans Arp is currently operating across Europe, and mark all of their pieces with the same logo, the word Hans Arp in orange spray paint with a crude drawing of a fish. We're then given a handful of known Hansar pieces that were either reported or recovered. A watercolor painting found in a restaurant in Austria consisted of an artist painting a watercolor painting, with their head located on their back, its features indistinguishable. Individuals who viewed the painting reported seeing duplicates of themselves and duplicates of the duplicates within the restaurant. A rough pencil sketch found in West Germany consisted of three children consuming each other's feet, two of the children weeping while the third is laughing. Individuals that viewed the sketch were unable to pass through doorways for some time. A small clockwork machine was found in a cellar beneath a home in West Germany, which produced a small two-dimensional paper fish every 16 minutes. Each fish bore text containing a single racial epithet, although it was only offensive to those of not the intended ethnic background. To those of the intended background, it instead read, What will you do? A green arrow painted on a light post in Switzerland caused viewers to begin to feel severe anxiety and self-loathing, which spread to other individuals the viewer interacted with. In 1983, a phenomenon began to affect Foundation personnel at Site 35, the place where some of Hans Arp's pieces had been moved to for containment. A local newspaper in West Germany published a letter to the editor in which Hans Arp takes credit for it. That leads us into the next document, discussing the phenomenon in greater detail. Three Foundation doctors share a phone call in which they explain that the critic, the closest thing to a leader in Are We Cool Yet?, contacted the Foundation and asked them to investigate one of their studios near Munich. The critics said that a hundred or so individuals operated out of that studio, and they've all dropped off the face of the earth. Suspecting something dangerous going on, they thought about contacting the Global Occult Coalition, but feared there would end up being more deaths than recoveries. The Foundation went to check it out, and it seems that the people living there had simply got up and left one day, leaving all of their stuff behind. The critic says that Hans Arp has been influencing a group of disillusioned members of Are We Cool Yet over the last several months, and they are possibly to blame for the disappearances. 
It seems there's a growing sentiment within Are We Cool Yet that they are no closer to becoming cool from when they started, with the most vocal groups coming out of South Germany. More and more of them are turning to violence and sadism in pursuit of being cool, and while the critic has managed to handle most of these groups, Hansarp continues to spread. Members of Hansarp don't care about creators or even about the artwork. They're not trying to create status or position. They simply don't mean anything. Hansarp are responsible for a growing number of disappearances, and a piece created by them was hung right outside the Are We Cool Yet studio a week before their disappearance. The foundation speculates that Hansarp is less like an organization and more like a virus. Those affected by their artworks inevitably succumb to its influence and become part of Hansarp. They also don't believe that the pieces of art are actually anomalous, at least not in the way they originally thought. Hansarp is a Dadaist movement, meaning they don't adhere to any logic or reason believing it to be detrimental to the human condition. They are targeting people that are struggling to achieve Are We Cool Yet's goals, because they themselves don't have any goals. In this way, they no longer care about being cool, because they don't believe in any rules governing what cool is, therefore everything could be considered cool. The art pieces in the journal are not anomalous in the way they thought, because they're only anomalous when other people are involved. They don't do anything in containment. They force people that view them to question fundamental truths about their lives, which is what happened at Site 35. A team of Foundation researchers had been studying the journal, attempting to make sense of its illogical nature, but they started to change, becoming more detached. They stopped interacting with others, started asking strange questions, raving about different ideologies, positions, and politics, while some grew violent. The ones who had grown violent were those with a history of strong positions on various issues, such as political movements or workplace issues, while the others had no such history. The journal, and by extension Hansarp, was exacerbating their zealotry or their apathy, and the site started to change as well. People working at the site started to see things that weren't there, and impossible changes in geometry. The psychologists who had interviewed the affected researchers also began to change, as the phenomena spread like a virus. The spread is becoming increasingly rampant, both outside of Foundation custody across Europe and inside of various Foundation facilities. The only people that weren't affected by this were those who were trained to use formula and theory to discern truth, but there simply aren't enough of those individuals to stop the spread. One of the doctors insists on staying at Site 35 to continue researching Hans Arp, especially due to some recent disappearances of some Broken God members. It's revealed that he is affected by Hans Arp and is slowly succumbing, but hopes to do as much as possible before then. The Broken God members are clearly the ones building certain machines for Hansarp, due to having their own reasons for being part of the movement. If you break down what it means to be cool, or what it means to be broken, you're left with everything and nothing being both broken and cool. The doctor had been studying the journal for the past month, trying to make sense of it, but it's ultimately damned him, 
Additionally, he had mentioned a nonsensical phrase during the conversation, which has likely infected one of the other doctors that had been on the call. The next document is simply an image that was found on the Foundation's database in 1996, although they have no idea how it got on there. The image consists of essentially gibberish, and is apparently titled, The Pale Transparent Center Exudes the Dark. The seventh article is not a document, but rather a comprehension survey to determine how well we understand SCP-4485 and our ability to deduce between the logical and illogical. Scoring anything less than 100% will result in immediate removal and containment. The questions consist of things such as, what object is directly to our left, asking us specifics about odd images, asking us if we know where we are, and asking how we feel right now. Truth be told, the answers we supply for these questions don't really matter, as long as we complete it. When we do, we're given a massive list of Foundation personnel that are currently in containment due to failing their comprehension exams. We then see a strange message telling us that ever since the Ethics Council was de-solved, the Foundation has been everything we want it to be. Rocks in a blender. Eventually, everything falls apart. The message says that the next part is really not at all important, but please pay attention. It's clear that one of the doctors supervising our orientation is quite affected by Hansarp, which doesn't bode well. We continue on through to the next document, which consists of some scanned pages from the journal itself. As expected, the pages contain text in various forms, as well as some images and graphics, all of which is deliberately nonsensical. Obviously, the Foundation was never going to make sense of this journal. After checking one of the pages, an error message pops up, informing us that authorization has been approved, along with the word Hansarp, and the Chinese symbol for fish. We're then sent to another SCP document for SCP-4485, this one listed as a Level 6 Cosmic Top Secret Anomaly, meant to be viewed by members of the O5 Council only. The containment procedures are extensive, with the journal along with all other Hansarp anomalies and individuals affected by said anomalies kept in a supracultural dissociation engine at Deepwell 9, located beneath the former Site 35. All European Foundation sites that have been affected by 4485 are closed indefinitely, and they believe that 92% of active Foundation personnel in Europe are at risk of being affected. The orientation system has been implemented to weed out personnel who lack sufficient mental capabilities to avoid being affected by 4485. It's serious enough that if someone fails the orientation, the Foundation locks them away in the deep well just in case they had already been affected. The Ethics Committee was also dissolved, as they were believed to be both unnecessary and actively detrimental to the containment and elimination of Hansarp, and also possibly affected themselves. According to the text, the Scranton Jates Supercultural Dissociation Engine houses artifacts and entities that violate the innate conventions and structures of the human cultural egoplex as well as adversely impact the established conventional reality. 
It consists of three separate subsystems, the first of which is an outer shell composed of titanium alloy plates over a layer of ballistic nanofibers, strong enough to withstand nuclear blasts. The second and largest of the subsystems are the containment units themselves, currently 11 stacked rings of concrete within the deep well shaft, with room for 15 more sections if necessary. Each ring is capable of holding up to 200 individuals in cryogenic stasis, along with containment lockers for various objects related to 4485. Both the cryogenic modules and the lockers are continually supplied with cycled liquid nitrogen. The third subsystem is the Dissociation Engine Core, which used to be classified as an SCP itself. It functions by dissociating cognition from psychological response, and can apparently easily kill anyone that enters the engine core while it's active through immediate brain death. It also functions as a time sink, with 46 days passing inside of the structure for every one day outside. Despite all of this though, the Foundation considers 4485 outside of their ability to control at this point, and it's serious enough that they allow Foundation personnel to take any and all actions in order to assist in containment with no approval required. We get to learn a bit more about the journal here as well. People that are exposed to it are affected in one of two ways. Those who have had strongly held political or cultural opinions in their recent past will strongly reject the nonsense contained in the journal, but will become increasingly vocal about their positions, soon becoming unable to speak about anything else. They will also become violent towards anyone who questions their positions. They will also change physically, as hardened crystalline structures composed primarily of calcium form over much of their entire bodies. They will still be capable of moving through levitation, but how this is done is unknown. By this point they will be invariably hostile, and will continue to spread the infection. Those who have not had recently strong-held opinions will instead grow far more apathetic and erratic, asking strange, nonsensical questions and making odd comments. They will also spread the infection with anyone they interact with, and will physically change to become less distinct in appearance and more incorporeal. An accumulation of these instances in one location will cause a breakdown in the logical superconstruction of the area which sounds pretty bad. Finally, we're given a progress report written by the head researcher on 4485. They start with a memo that had been sent out across the Foundation, informing personnel that 4485 and Hansarp are the most secure they've ever been, with an estimated 99.6% of affected individuals in Foundation custody. They go on to explain a bit of what they know about 4485. They don't believe that the journal itself is anomalous, nor do they think Jean Arp, who wrote the journal, was anomalous. Instead, the anomaly exists within the human interaction with the source, with 4485 acting like a key that perfectly fits a lock inside of the human psyche. Once unlocked, the mind begins to change itself and the world around it. This leads to one of the two different reactions, with the purpose of the violent ones being to create more of the non-violent ones. The non-violent ones are those we would consider to be Hans Arp, 
a meta-constructure of disorganized thought designed to annihilate reason. It seems that being exposed to the violent ones causes a much higher conversion rate of the other type, which are the real danger. Addressing the O5 Council directly, the doctor says that the SCP Foundation was directly targeted by Hansarp, because they knew that the Foundation would become involved and have to clean up all of their anomalous art pieces. So far they have closed over 300 Foundation sites across Europe, necessitating the transportation of hundreds of anomalies to other facilities, massively costing them in resources and personnel. In other words, the Foundation has basically lost control of Europe. Additionally, they have really not contained Hansarp at all. The people in stasis in the Deep Well were the ones at locked down Foundation sites that they could easily retrieve, but they missed many security personnel and janitorial staff, people on leave or doctors that mysteriously disappeared while traveling to another site. They believe that there could be hundreds if not thousands of individuals now part of Hansarp, and they're finding more Hansarp anomalies every day, even outside of Europe. The worst part is the sheer danger of the non-violent entities. A group of 12 of them in a village can destroy reason in the area for months, while more and more are adding to the number and creating larger bubbles. The Foundation itself has a thousand of them in a structure underground in stasis held together by a machine that hopefully won't fail at any point. The dissociation engine is essentially a bomb of disorganized thought and it's being targeted by a group that doesn't care whether logic says it can or cannot go off. The doctor attaches a picture that was found among the ruins of a Foundation site that they had to burn to the ground. The image consists of a sluice gate in service to the deep well, and was clearly taken by a member of Hansarp. The doctor warns the council that they are among us, and they must act swiftly. So. What is Hansarp? It's nothing. Or rather it's a superintelligence with the singular purpose of reducing all logic and reason to nothing. The reason for this was stated much earlier, when they discussed that some members of Are We Cool Yet were becoming disillusioned with their failed efforts to become cool. The idea of what is and what isn't cool is pretty tricky to define especially by Are We Cool Yet standards, and it could be said that regardless of what they do, none of them will ever be cool. Members of Hansarp had a different thought though, in which if they break down everything connected to logic and reason, there are no longer any rules. If there are no rules, including rules about what is cool or not, then everything could be considered cool, including themselves. Members of the Church of the Broken God had a similar idea, in which if there are no rules for what is considered broken, then everything and nothing could be broken or not. Obviously the effect spread out to far surpass these goals, and it's hard to say how much thought members of Hansarp really have in the matter. Regardless, their plan seems to be working, as even the Foundation is practically powerless to stop them. They have some anomalous device to help contain some individuals, but it's a laughable containment scheme when considering the scope of the spread. 
doubly so when considering that many members of the Foundation are secretly affected, including the O5 Council itself. The Council had started to become more zealous in their beliefs of how to contain Hansarp, including locking away anyone that failed the orientation. And when the Ethics Committee objected to this, they dissolved the committee and locked them away as well. SCP-4485 is yet another world-ending threat, but it's a rather unique one, breaking down logic and reason rather than opting for simple destruction. It would seem that the world is in pretty rough shape in this timeline, but you never know, as the Foundation has pulled out of some pretty bad situations before. It's certainly possible, though, that in this timeline, the broken god will finally be unbroken, and maybe... He'll be cool, too.